Slava Jesusu Christu. Slava Bogu. Praise be Jesus Christ. Praise be Christ. Please be seated. This morning in Matins, in the commentary on the gospel, we heard the Father of the Church say to us that we recognize Christ by his word, by his presence in his Eucharist, and by his miracles. Also, by his image amongst us in the Holy Archon. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. In the early church, uh, early fathers, the desert fathers, they're the theme of the liturgy today, lived a completely austere life. So they went out into the desert and uh, they lived a celibate life. They prayed and they fasted. Now those are the three great works of the gospel. Prayer, fasting, and purity. Either celibate purity, which is preferred, or purity in marriage. In this state, we can offer our prayer to the Lord. Otherwise, we should seek reconciliation with God, the Holy Sacrament of Penance. These three signs are the signs given to us by Jesus Christ in the Gospel to live our Christian life. Now, today, we initiate Great Lent, Veliki Post, as we say in Slovenia. There are several reasons for fasting. One is to make preparation for one's faults, I'll say. Second is to give glory to the Trinity. And the third is to love your neighbor. Especially when we see our neighbor in difficulty, we must fast for them. We live in this house a monastic life. <clears throat> we fast and pray and share whatever we have with our neighbor, especially a life of prayer. And each of these monks really has no material goods. Even his habit belongs to the monastery. And I wonder at them how they come to devote themselves to God. But I too have devoted myself to God and I know how he operates. He gives you a big turning desire in your heart. 
And so when people come and they want to tell me they want to be monks, I ask them what is in your heart. The same thing you ask a man who comes and says he wants to marry a lady. What is in your heart? Do you love her? Or do you have other motivations for marriage? Lust? Uh, money? Somebody weigh on you, whatever it is. Those are not high motivations. The greatest motivation of all in the gospel is love. That we come to God in love. So the monk comes to the holy monastery because he is called by the Holy Spirit. From the Father, through the Son, comes the Paul of the Holy Spirit. And he knows that he must live that life. Well, once he's living the life, just like marriage or anything like that, it becomes a challenge. So he has to either fall deeper in love or... Uh, wrestle with his vocation. Did they, the Bogomir, you know, the, the Bible we have with the Holy Spirit to do what is good, the wrestling love, to live the Christian life. So now we begin the great season of Lent. Lent means spring in Anglo-Saxon. <clears throat> It's 40 days. 40 days is a holy number. You do everything about 40 days. Jesus did everything 40 days. And for 40 days now we are asked to pray and fast and fall deeper in love with God and our holy church. I remember uh, when the World War II came, I can still remember that, and they changed the fasting rules, and uh, so there was a war going on, and there wasn't much meat or anything like that, and so the, pre the priest told us that you can have meat whenever you... Uh, Fine, you know, if you have some, you know, they didn't, they didn't hold us to that fast. That was a mistake. Because we do not keep the Lent that we did when I was a child. Some of our brothers in the other church, the Western church, they only have two fast days. And they have an abstinence day. Not in our church. Especially in the monastery. We abstain from meat and dairy products for all of the 40 days. Why is it necessary for our good to do that? Number one, you are passionate people. So am I. Without fasting, you cannot control your passions. But if you fast, you learn to control what you eat, 
He controls other temptations too. And Paul tells us our greatest enemy is our stomach. Sometimes I look walk around downtown when I'm not in the monastery. And I'm a little prosperous myself. And I see people who are grossly overweight. It's either one or two things. They have a glandular problem or their passions are out of control. And a man, his passions are out of control. Uh, he's not a good husband. He makes too many demands. What should be a thing of love becomes a demand. It's rights. I don't like that. This season of Great Lent is absolutely essential for the Christian. So they asked Jesus, what should the Christian do? He said, pray and fast. Don't you know, he knew what he was talking about. He's the Son of God. And what did he do? He prayed and fast. He went out at night over late sometimes on the mountain. And he prayed to his heavenly father. And he worked miracles. I'm reading a book now about Russia, Russian spirituality. Probably the most remote sublime spirituality in the world is Russian spirituality. They still do what they did in the a desert. And the northern wooden forest of Russia before all the revolutions, was filled with monks and sedentaries, pastors. That was probably Russia at its best. Now, just like everybody else, I don't live in Russia. I don't know, but I suspect, because they're so warlike, they're concerned more for things of the world. And we are warlike. And we're not going to win. Only those who pray and fast can win. Then God will be on their side. So I know <clears throat> my mom, uh, they, they just did what the church uh, told them to do in church. It's fast on Wednesday and Friday or something. But the Slavs, they really, uh, my grandmother, the old country, she says, oh, the priest, drive me nuts, she says, you keep you fast, you'll be a better person. Make these minimal regulations. They're not helping you to be minimalist. That's what's wrong with the whole Catholic Church, it's minimalism. We have to give our whole heart and our whole soul and our whole mind to God. The monks, they, they pray seven hours a day and they have time for reading and for studying. Plus they have to do their assigned jobs. It's not an easy life. 
It's a beautiful life. It's a life for God. How many people are living a very, uh, you know, disciplined life? It's not an easy life, but it's a life for God. And they will be richly rewarded. Sometimes I think that because of the society in which we live, families are born, children are born, but they're weaned away. And that's a real cross for their parents. And they try hard to keep them in the church. But don't give up. Pray and fast. <clears throat> so, I'm a priest now of 55 years. It's a long time. Doesn't seem so long, though. And uh, been around many people. And the best of those people are the ones who prayed and kept the liturgical year of the church. Of course, I'm prejudiced about the Byzantine Catholic Church. That's my church. But we're taught to do those things. But even among those people, they would like to minimize things. Don't do that. Every sacred gift we're given in our church the blessing from the Holy Trinity. So some of you are interested in mysticism. Mr. Tremendum is the Trinity. And the Desert Fathers, they went out into the desert to contemplate and live the life of the Trinity that was in them. And they become great saints. Anthony the Great, the first great desert father. Thomas. There's a whole list of them. Did they cater to themselves? No. But they're in the calendar of the saints of the church. We all get in the calendar, but we should all be saints of the church. So during these 40 days, don't say, well, I'm going uh, to give up uh, Hershey bars. I don't even give up Hershey bars. But anyways, I think that's nonsense. I think we should really pray and really fast. I don't say you have to fast like monks, but we fast from sundown till noon every day during Lent. I think we're better for it. We have our first meal usually around noon, unless it's Sunday or something. That time that you, you know, you're hungry and you don't eat, that's the fast. But you, you give up in the, in the meat and dairy products is the abstinence. They're two different things. An abstinence from meat and dairy products, it teaches us to abstain from sin. Jesus Christ was a wonderful psychologist. He wanted us to do, be saints. And desert fathers, they believed in what he taught them. Are we uh, holier than the desert fathers? 
and we exempt ourselves from fasting and prayer and everything, no, you won't be happy. Some of us have to eat so many things that because of our physical condition, don't use that as a reason not to learn how to fast and pray. I used to read and watch my grandparents. My grandfather got way up in years. <clears throat> and I had to walk into church on Saturday to go to confession. Well, he was so deaf. He couldn't even hear his own confession, but the whole church would, but he'd just say it out loud, you know. So finally, Father Dacha came to the house and said, Yun Zedlin needs to go to confession. You, I'll come here for him. I says, I says, he doesn't do anything anyways. He's beside the point. It's his dignity. And he had great dignity because he truly believed in the Greek Catholic faith. And he was in the Austro-Hungarian Empire. He went to the Western Church. And he believed in that, too. He believed in the Catholic Church. It's Jesus Christ's Church. Did Jesus Christ fast and pray did? Who's our example of any Christian life? As we watch the saints, that's true. But Jesus Christ is an example of the Christian life. And he best did it best when he was fasting. He died for the life of the world. He kept the laws of the Jewish practices. And he had an apostle, Paul, Probably the problem mystic in the church who taught us to pray and fast and not be afraid, little flock. We talk a lot in the, today and each with each other in our conversation about our political situation. You know what the Bible says? The world is passing away. And we guess it is. They don't take care of it. They're not taking very good care of the world, especially morally. But you can do that, and you can pray, and you can fast. And some of you have a special diet. To fast around your special diet, that's probably a good fast. But above all, Think about the thousands of people who've gone before you who lived our holy faith. And they lived, they worked hard. There was no way to get along without working hard. They tilled the soil. They went to church. They didn't worry about 45 minutes in church. They spent most of the day in church on Sunday. Be generous to God and your ascetical life. You'll fall in love with Him and He will love you. And you will help all of us. By living an ascetical life, you're telling me that you love me.
Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.